I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Jim Blossom's jealousy. This jackass George Conway's on television right now talking about the possibility that Donald Trump picks Marjorie Taylor Greene. As his VIP pick. His VIP, his VP pick. Anyway, uh, my next guest, what can I say? All the success I have in the morning, he is a major part of it. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on WABC or his own website, BillOReilly.com. That no-spin news doesn't get better, folks. Great interviews, great television, great columns. His killing series continues to kill it. Killing the Legends just comes off in an incredible, Killing the Legends, an incredible run. I think it's still doing well, about 15 or 16 weeks in. He had that really unbelievable tour a year ago with President Donald Trump. He's become a dear friend, and I love him. It's the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. How are you, pal? Um, the same. Um, just finishing up my English muffin here. Did you have your bagel this morning? You know, I'm staying away from the bagels these days, Bill. I'm trying to really lean up. So now oh, I'm going. Right? Yeah, I'm going with wow. egg whites on a roll. How about that? Wow, that's boring. I know, very boring. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Marjorie Taylor Greene is not going to be the VP pick. No, See, this is a this is all a coordinated campaign of uh, marginalizing not only Trump but every person on the Republican side that might run for president. In Philadelphia, they attacked DeSantis uh, this week, calling him a racist. And, uh, you know, this is the game plan now, because there aren't any rules anymore. There were very few rules to begin with. But when I was working at Fox News, I mean, there was a, uh, a code that we had to follow on FNC. You couldn't get out there and call somebody a racist. You might remember that Glenn Beck did that yes. with Barack Obama. Yes. And that cost him. That cost Beck. Now, was that, okay. was, that, was that something that Roger Ailes told you guys? In other words, Bill, did you need Roger Ailes to tell you that? Nobody told me that directly, but there was supervision of all the primetime shows um, from what they call the second floor in the sense that they would check scripts and things like that. Um, And it was basically a, look, we want you to have a strong point of view, and we want robust debate, but we don't want ad hominem to the man attacks, particularly when you're branding people racist, homophobic, all of this kind of stuff. And it didn't happen. And when it did happen, it was a big deal. Now, All of that is broken down. There's no civility, no rules for any of them. And so they can get on there and they can they can just uh, wail and defame and do all of this kind of stuff. Um, And management either likes it or turns the other way. Right. So what you have now is just this cesspool of uh, vindictive 
vitriol. How about that for alliteration oh, there, very Sid? Very good. Huh? The Vindictive bees. vitriol. That's <laughs> great. All right? Yeah. Um, and I don't like it because if you can't make your point, um, if, if I'm going to go after Joe Biden, I'm not going to call him a name, although I did say he was lazy a couple of weeks ago. But that was a description of his um, work ethic. It wasn't, you know, Joe Biden is, is whatever. And I felt bad about it. And I said to the audience, you know, I don't like to do that, but I don't know what else to do when I get his schedule every day and he's got nothing on it. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. No. He, uh, he uh, set himself up for a lot of this criticism but i want to get back to trump for a second marjorie taylor green aside okay here's what we know we know this document scandal at least in my opinion will hurt biden less than it will help donald trump in other words there was a poll taken the last couple of days the same poll two weeks ago DeSantis was winning now donald trump is winning so this whole biden document scandal i believe bill o'reilly has once again made Donald Trump, the favorite. Your thoughts? I'm not sure whether it's the document thing, but certainly it's not going to lead anywhere. Um, you know, Pence and Biden pretty much taken away the uh, heinous accusations that Trump was had uh, secret stuff in his basement he was going to sell to Putin. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's so ridiculous. But I think um, Trump's poll numbers have gone up is because he shut up. He's not... <laughs> Not out there. As That's much. right. Okay. Now he's back on Twitter, so that might that might just blow up. And if Donald Trump takes a break and just lets the Biden administration, the Democrats, just lets them collapse on their own, they don't need any help. That's right. They're That's right. horrible. <laughs> They're terrible. They can't govern. And 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 then maybe yeah, May or June start to do some rallies when the weather gets nicer. But you know, forget about the election for now. Just say if I'm reelected, I'm going to appoint a special counsel to get to the bottom of that. Um, you know, and then go. This is what I did for you. You know, I was on News Nation last night. I do the Chris Cuomo show every Wednesday. Oh, I've, I've got a great Chris Cuomo story for you. He and I had a huge text fight two days ago. Where he basically threatened me. He said, you're lucky. I, I'd forgotten who you were when I saw you on the streets of New York. You talk crap about my brother. I go, you're damn right I do, and I'll do it again today. He said, well, you're lucky I had to put my hands around your neck. And I said, Chris, baby, you're lucky you didn't put your hands around my neck. And that's basically the way it ended. Okay. And does he know that you're just eating egg whites? <laughs> Okay, does he know that? I don't know what he knows. I mean, because you're going to be fierce. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, you're going to be hungry <laughs> and you're going to be looking to well on somebody. <laughs> That's right. Um, look, Cuomo is emotional about his brother, and I don't blame him for that. Okay, I stay out of that precinct. Um, I thought that Andrew Cuomo did a disservice to the state by backing up this no bail thing and the incredibly brutal abortion law. Um, but I stayed on the issues um, yeah. because I do believe that, that there was a movement to get Cuomo in Albany. I believe that. And I, and I think that will come to light that they, a lot of this stuff against him was fabricated, the charges, because that's the way the game is played now. We want him out and we want Hochul in. Hochul is much easier to manipulate. 
so we're going to get him. Oh, but you're th- the charges you're talking about, and where I agree with you is, is the, the female stuff, the touching, yeah, the harassment. Yeah. I, right. I mean, that, look, right. that's but, in the but, industry now. Right, but, but you can't make an, a, an, any excuse for his nursing home policies. No, which, you can't. You can't, that's okay. absolutely right. Thank you. But remember, if it's your brother, you're emotional about it. But anyway, the point I was trying to make was on News Nation. Um, which is like surging in the ratings now that I've hooked up with them, which is very gratifying for me. Um, with, there was a caller. They take calls when I'm on. And the, and the woman said, look, I don't like how Trump behaves many times, but I wasn't paying $8 for 12 <laughs> eggs when right. Trump was in office. That's right. And, and that is about as clear as it can get, that you have a regular person saying, I'm getting hurt here. And then I said to her, not only are you paying 10% more for food than you did under Trump, but by every single measure, every one, the economy was better under Trump than it is under Biden. And it was like silence. Nobody could def- refute that. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you do it. So that going back to Trump himself, just take in talking points about what you did and how you can restore that, and you'll see your poll numbers go up. Agreed. Now, uh, Biden was out there again talking yesterday. Every Thursday, the hour before you come on, Bill, I bring on Judge Napolitano, who loves you and makes it his business every week to say, please tell Bill O'Reilly I love him. And we were talking about Biden deciding to send 31 tanks to the Ukraine, and even when my partner Bernard was alive, God God rest his soul, I'm coming live from the Bernard McGurk Studios, we used to rail every day about giving Ukraine all this money, all this stuff, and we just didn't get it. We don't like seeing innocent people slaughtered in the streets. We understand Putin is a bad guy, but my God, we've got so many issues here in the United States. Who the hell are we to give Ukraine all this stuff? And it continued yesterday. The judge agreed with me. What are your thoughts? It's a long game here. That's what everybody's missing. So the end game of Ukraine is to destroy Putin. That's what the Pentagon and the State Department want. Yeah, but, but, but no when you say the end game for Ukraine is to destroy Putin, right. I think you, you do realize that in the end, the Russians will be the ones who destroy Putin, not the Ukrainians. That's right. And the worse it gets for Putin... You've got more than 100,000 dead and wounded Russians now. What did, he, what did he accomplish by doing this a year ago? It'll be a year ago in February. You know what he accomplished? He's, em, he's embarrassed himself and his nation. That's it's what worse he did. than that. He's a war criminal. He's killed right. thousands of civilians, displaced millions of people. He's Hitler light. Yep. But this is a man who's not going to stop, all right? So the only strategy is to destroy him and he's well on his way to destruction so at this point in history and i would not have given ukraine tanks in the first part of this conflict because you had to see if they were going to fight for their freedom all right the afghans didn't fight look at look at how many trillions of dollars we lost in that country over 20 years and they wouldn't fight for their freedom Well, the Ukrainians are fighting. So now the thinking is, and I concur with this, we have Putin on the ropes. The economy in Russia is horrible. The people are turning against him. He's drafting, uh, and nobody wants to go. 
into the armed forces in Russia. He's got to rely on the Wagner Group, which are mercenaries. He's actually paying mercenaries, and they're his main fighting body. We're going to be able to break him, all right, if this continues to go in the Ukrainians' favor. So we'll help them. And Germany didn't want to do it, but we crushed them, and and now they're giving the leopard tanks over. So now we're giving the Ukrainians more firepower. Now, I would not give them planes. I would not do that, all right? That's too much. But tanks at this point in history, when uh, Putin is in jeopardy, and we want to see him go, that's what this is all about. Because if he goes, that restrains China. All right, China watching all of this. Right. Okay? And, and the Taiwanese will fight. They will fight. So China's seeing this. And if Putin had rolled over in Ukraine and had taken it over without any kind of fuss, believe me, China would be much more invested in invading Taiwan. This is what they call geopolitics. This is the big picture. Yes, is Ukraine corrupt? Certainly. Zelensky, who knows? I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Ah, right? Come on, please. That guy wants to be on the Emmy Awards, the Grammy Awards, yeah, taking pictures I, I, on I GQ, know, but please. It, but his people seem to be responding to him in the sense that they're fighting. That's true. Yes. All yes. right. So that's my view of this. I take a macro overarch view that the world has got to be rid of Putin. Smart. It's smart. Last one. One of your great books is uh, Killing the Mob. That whole killing series is amazing, and I've read a lot of them, and they're all great. Do you realize, Bill O'Reilly, that on this day, back in 1962, so we're talking about uh, 61 years ago, Lucky Luciano actually passed away? You know, Luciano was the architect of the current organized crime situation in the United States. And we get deeply into him in killing the mob. Um, and Luciano uh, corrupted people. I mean, it was there's ample evidence that he paid off Thomas Dewey, governor of New York. Yeah, yeah. All right? And we have it all in killing the mob. <laughs> That's right. um, but how that affects everybody today is narcotics. So there was a big brawl, and, and you saw this in The Godfather, the movie, between uh, families that did not want to deal in narcotics and the ones that did. And, of course, the ones that did won. And that basically was the same issue between Paul Castellano and John Gotti, when Gotti had Castellano assassinated. Same thing. Right. Right. And so now the narcotics traffic, thanks to President Biden, and this is a very underreported story, is killing hundreds of thousands of Americans every year. That's right. Okay, this is way more than al-Qaeda ever killed. And the trafficking comes from Mexico. The cartels get it here. But once it's here, the mafia controls the distribution. Not street distribution, but it gets it to New York and Philadelphia and Boston and all the cities. Organized crime controls that. And that all stems from Lucky Luciano. How about that? That's why you have to go read Killing the Mob. Read all the Killing series. On the way out here, about 30 seconds to go. Killing the Legends. Is it still? It was like 15, 16 weeks, Bill. Is yeah, it still well, kicking? You know, we're still selling a few thousand copies a week. But I wanted to tell you, remember last Thursday when I told you Eagles Giants? Yes, you did. All right. I said, don't bet the game. The Eagles are a better team. Yes. And, you know, obviously that was borne out. It was a good season for the Giants. I wasn't disappointed. I just know 
And this, I think the Eagles and Cincinnati are going to win this weekend and be in the Super Bowl. Exactly what I've said all week. I love Brock Purdy. It's a great story, but he should have lost. Dak Prescott played yeah, a terrible game. he's not game. as good as the uh, Eagle quarterback. Right. Jalen Hurts had an MVP season. Right. They haven't done anything wrong all year. They've been the best team in football. I mean, the Purdy, it's a nice story, but you are right. And, and as of the Bengals, I don't care if Mahomes is healthy or not. Cincinnati's beaten Kansas City three straight times with a healthy Mahomes. Yeah, and they got the momentum. I'm going yep. to the Super Bowl. I'm going to warn everybody that I'm going there. You are going to Phoenix? Yeah, I am going. And um, You're the I, second person. You know, Joe Tacopita, my dear friend, the defense attorney, he's going with Visa. He told me last night, you're going. I got to go. Going because Rihanna wants to do a duet with me. <laughs> so I'll be up there at halftime. I think I we're going to do a Young Rascal song, Good Lovin'. <laughs> I think so. You know, I tell you what, if Mike Love and the Beach Boys were doing the halftime show, I'd believe you, Bill, because I know how much you love those guys. But uh, that's great. Okay, so Bill O'Reilly, folks, write it down. Bengals, Eagles. Super Bowl 57. You got it. Great job, as always. I love you. You're great, Bill. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. The great Bill O'Reilly, folks. Another amazing appearance. How lucky are we to have Bill O'Reilly 840 every Thursday? Really very, very lucky. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.